0: Yeah, hell yeah. Great. I want a lot of input from Rue. I want her honest opinion. If she doesn't have a uh, rapid-fire question ready for me, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> Alright, well, it sounds like I'm about to be furious, then.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big One Podcast. This is B-Boy, and with me, as sometimes, is Baby G.
2: Hey, 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 how's it going?
1: And Baby G, who else is with us?
2: Oh, we've got a new guy on the podcast as well.
0: Whoa! Whoa!
1: Not for long, he's gonna get taken out by a tornado.
0: There is, in fact tornado warning headed right for me so uh i might in about 15 minutes scurry on down to my little basement and try to not get gobbled up by some sort of fast winds how are you doing b-boy
1: and i will not be identifying your body okay deal if this is your first time joining us uh, well done you found a great motorsports podcast we mostly talk nascar but we talk f1 and, and indycar and, and just about everything else um, and uh, that's the podcast big one for you follow us at podcast big one on twitter yeah
0: if you're trying to email us uh i don't know listen to one of the previous episodes and get our email address or email podcast one at gmail.com mm. um, lots of mm. great options here
1: yeah yeah for sure all right well um this was the weekend after sonoma out in wine country so uh what did we see what did we see y'all
0: Wait, uh before we go on to that, do we have a
1: sponsor for this week? Ooh, that's a good call. Can't forget our sponsors. Thank you. Baby G. Yeah, a we sponsor. gotta
0: get paid somehow.
2: Yeah, sponsor this week is the Dollar Tree. Um we we got a cryptic email from the CEO late after the race and he said the taco fit pinatas are absolutely flying off the shelves after the Suarez mm-hmm. win, so he said they've got some oh, room in their fantastic. budget. They had some dollars to spend and he figured some NASCAR podcast would be the place to do it. So thank you, Dollar Tree. That's,
1: yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, yeah. They, uh, I hope we can continue the taco pinata trend that our boy yeah. Daniel Suarez started this weekend. Yeah.
0: I have put I, a lot of money into taco pinatas. So this is really working out great for me.
1: I bought one and I filled it with tacos and it was a goddamn mess. It was a very yeah, bad boy, idea. Boy. You know, there was yeah. queso in there, it was hot. Ugh. Oof. yeah. Never get those things. Not out of my bring that Muscle to a little house. kid's
0: party, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: All right. But yeah. Yeah. What Sonoma. did we see at Sonoma this week? Um, well, I'll talk about the cars first and foremost. So, that, you know, obviously the trucks were there uh, for the first time in a long time, like we talked about last week. Um, cup cars, though uh, these new cars, they race road courses basically exactly the same. It's all about muscling them through. Um, the one thing that is a little bit more interesting is that the you know the brake package is so large that the guys can really like wait and try and under brake a lot more. But you also see a lot of guys locking them up because the brake package mm. is so large. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. some you can get some really good dive bombs or you can get some really bad misjudges and sending people up the track like Denny Hamlin did to your boy Ryan Blaney. That piece of shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you see anything new yeah. with the new cars BBG?
2: you know this was the first sonoma race i ever watched um cup or truck so for me it was a little bit of a new experience on both series so i can't really comment on that mm.
1: i got gotcha. you
0: new guy okay? um you know i mostly uh really just liked the change of the track setup i thought that uh yeah the shoot there was some man, good action sure. coming
1: down into the chute if you know what i yeah. mean Yeah, turns four and turn seven were actually the primary passing zones, I would say. I mean, turn 11 is a little bit, but like, honestly, a lot of guys would get under someone at turn 11. You couldn't complete the pass unless you sent them up the racetrack. So it was really turns four and turn seven when the shoot enables turn seven to be a passing zone. So it was perfect. Yeah, ideal.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I really enjoyed uh, the racing that I saw on there. I saw that a uh, decent number of people on Twitter, your Twitters, your Reddits, not nuts mm. about it. But, uh, you know, I just think it's, like, seeing these cars on a road course, it's just ridiculous. Uh, well, I think, I think, compared to yeah, F1. the biggest so thing I, is that it's, I dig
1: it. it's very technical. Like, this is a very technical road course. Um, so, like, overall, it is a very single file, and, but definitely, uh, and, and definitely track position is king, that's true of all road courses, um, but even more so here, because it's so hard to pass, it really is just, like, don't shoot yourself in the foot, and you're going forward, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, let's talk about our back markers for a second, which this is, officially, we're not even gonna call them back markers anymore, we're not gonna track them anymore, because, your boy, Suarez, now has won. Chastain's won two races. These aren't backmarkers what anymore. What a treat. But, yeah, yeah 195 honestly, starts. Big, big what an incredible race. job we've done. I, you
0: know, I think that Suarez, we we should definitely take a second to congratulate him. But I think, most importantly, we need to start off by congratulating ourselves. Yeah, B-boy, for sure. boy our backmarkers, yeah.
1: they're kings. Killing and it. one of them yeah. is
0: going to win the championship. That much we can be confident about.
1: 100%. I feel very confident in that. Uh, yeah, I think it's super interesting because even when we chose them, I thought they were the obvious two to choose. Um, yeah. And, and you know, I, I definitely think Chastain is still a little bit hotter of a driver. But Suarez, I mean, the Trackhouse team Watch might yourself. be right up there with Hendrick, like at least in terms of the Chevys. Um, they're, yeah. they're right up in there. So a really, really yeah. good strong start to that team.
0: Yeah, it's been very impressive. Uh, you know I'm very happy to see my boy Suarez win Uh, yeah, and like you were saying, 195 starts is a lot of fucking starts. Like, he has really, really worked for this, and uh, finally landing with a team that would you know allow him to have these opportunities. It's uh, it's awesome to see him actually, like, yeah, pull it out.
1: Yeah, let me go through just because I I know some of y'all started watching NASCAR a little bit later. Um, what happened to him and basically his career trajectory, right? He was in trucks, he won some races. Uh, he went to Xfinity, won a championship for Joe Gibbs. Then he moved up into Cup because Carl Edwards retired, which was like a very sudden retirement. It was like basically like six weeks before the season. And so he got k- kind of moved up when he wasn't expected to move up. Um, and a lot of people thought he got moved up too soon. And really, with JGR, he kind of was there, I think just two years, I want to say. Um, but essentially just never had very good success. Very similar to Eric Jones, uh, who, you know, was there and is now at the 43 and Richard Petty. So similar to that, but he didn't just go uh, and uh, get dropped. He went to Stuart Haas Racing, who then had an opening, and he drove the 41 for, I think, another two or three years. And again, another big name team, but didn't live up to expectations. And when he got dropped from them... He decided to stay in Cup, you know, and that's a that's a kind of a tough choice I think for for drivers because you can maybe go down to the truck or Xfinity and get a slightly more competitive ride, but once you're in Cup, once you leave Cup again, it's tough to get back to Cup. Like it, it's 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 tough. It's a it's a tough choice no matter what. But he went to Gaunt Brothers, and if you remember, new guy, we were at Daytona when he tried to qualify in and wrecked. Do You remember that? He like wrecked coming oh, yeah. into the and hit Yeah, yeah
0: man yeah heartbreaking
1: yeah. mhm and so from that then you know lowly you know the lowest of lows basically a team that he couldn't even get on the track really for um then he goes to to you know pitbull's new teams pitbull's new driver uh Justin Marks has a vision for this team that is just again it's just getting better and better by the day with the new the new uh, international racing kind of initiative he's got going on and uh yeah, yeah that's a very successful team in year 2 so what What is Justin Marks' history? He used to drive. He used to race. Um, in fact, he raced okay. for Chip Ganassi at one point, I believe. Um, yeah. and, and he's raced Trucks, Cup, or I don't know if he's done Trucks, actually, but I know he's done Cup and Xfinity. Um, so, yeah. He, yeah, he used to drive for quite a while. Um, so he's very, and I, I think his whole family's been in racing for a long time. Uh, so he's just been around it for forever, and that's why he felt like he had the, the wherewithal to be able to start a team and, and be successful. And then... His whole strategy is actually just, like, I'm not going to base my operations out of Charlotte. Like, I mean, they are based out of Charlotte because they bought Chip Ganassi, and that's the garage. But he basically bases the company itself out of uh, Nashville and brings in a lot of that Nashville money. That's why you see Tootsie's on the car quite a bit. That's Tootsie's uh, uh, lounge, which is in um, downtown Nashville. So. Right. That makes sense. Yep. Um. I'm going to,
0: it is getting spooky with this here weather, so I'm going mm. to switch over to my
1: uh, laptop and move away from this window. That's a good call, that's a good that's call. That's a good I, idea, yeah. I appreciate yeah, I'd, you doing that. i do that as well. Do you need us to uh, stop and start again? Uh,
0: no. No, I'll right. go ahead and I'll just uh, make a noise to synchronize these across my two computers.
1: Okay, sounds good. All right, so uh, BBG. Some things that I noticed um, was uh, Larson stayed out to win the first stage. Obviously, he has a win this year. We don't know yet if a win is going to be enough to get you in, but he's you know he's up there in points, so he'll probably be okay. So he went for that playoff point, uh, one extra point to carry him through the first three rounds of the playoffs. Um, but it kind of bit him. Last year, he was able to win the stages and still win the race. This year, not so good. He did, I think, get all the way back up to like sixth or seventh or something like that, um, and then he had a pit road uh, mistake where they did not get a tire tight and he lost it.
2: Yeah, so that was kind of funny. He, he, you know, he starts pulling out, and all of a sudden the whatever the tire changer notices back left isn't tight, so they're telling him back up, back up, back up, and he's backing up. But then he doesn't get all the way back in the box, and they w- lifted the car up. Um, so then that was like that was Chase Elliott's okay. car
1: that had that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Larson then there was a big penalty on that tire. one, yeah. Sink, 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 yeah, yeah. sink Oh, yeah, I so, yeah, yeah, did he have did
2: that too, yeah. He lost the tire, and then it was just flying down uh, flying down the track, and then obviously made it over into the grass, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. I mean, though, Chase Elliott and sink, then Chris Buescher had a sink. gas can where they were handing the okay, gas the can over the, the wall to grab the second one, and when he handed it, they nobody grabbed it, so it dropped, so they thought he threw it, which you're not allowed to throw equipment back over the wall. So they gave him a penalty, then rescinded it, uh, but yeah Larson Larson went all the way back out on the track and then like took his first left hander and that's when the right tire just came oh, okay. flying yeah, on, yeah. off. Um, which is a four race suspension for the crew chief, the tire changer, and the jack man. It's a big it's a big hit. Good That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Four races uh, is a long freaking time, man. I think it's really interesting because every single time it happens, there's like a new a nuance to why it happened. And this time, Larson's crew was saying, and they reviewed it with NASCAR on the video, that the gun itself stopped. Like, it started to tighten, and then it, it stopped. And so the gun itself is provided by NASCAR. And so their oh, argument is, your equipment failed us. Why are we being penalized yeah. for it? Yeah, I wonder if they'll do something yeah, where they reduce
2: the, the penalty after a review or something. I don't yeah, know if they that's, have the they do opportunity that not. to
1: appeal... But yeah, they have the opportunity to appeal. It goes to an appeals board, which is not, um, like, a separate entity, essentially. Um, that way it's not just, like, the NASCAR guys that gave the penalty reaffirming their own decision. Um, and when they do that, uh, it's really interesting because, like, Denny Hamlin did the same thing. And when he did it, it was the four ne- next four races, those suspensions, they, they have the ability to change the, the ruling, and they changed it to the four next pay or uh, points races. Because, like, one of the four races he was going to get was going to be the All-Star race, and they actually made the penalty worse by saying, nope, it's the next four points races for you Sure, yeah. Because you appealed it, Um, which is hilarious. uh, Only hilarious because it happened to Hamlin. But um, some other problems, mechanical troubles for Bubba and Reddick. Bubba, like, just, like, ten laps and he blew an engine. Just ridiculous stuff. Um, That team has no luck at all. Reddick, I mean, same kind of thing. He was running top five when he started having his issues and just, just... couldn't keep the car going basically so um yeah just entire issues just tire issues all over um and mostly trying to get them tight or, or, or get them off kind of thing um but yeah just uh, way way more than i i you know you're used to seeing at a track where they barely pit i think they pit like three or four times at sonoma so this many issues is, is kind of crazy
0: Yeah, do you think that this is something that, I I saw some people discussing this on Reddit, and someone pointed out that, like, this happens, I mean, you have, you know, ten times as many tire changes, maybe not that many, five times as many tire changes in NASCAR as you do in IndyCar or F1, and, like, you know, in some ways, this might just be a consequence of having so many tire changes and also having new tech, but do you think that this is yeah. something that uh, NASCAR needs to do something about, or do you think that this is just sort of, like, the way it is?
1: I think it, I mean, it, it's a, it, this is a team sport, and uh, not to say that Indy and F1 aren't team sports, but, like, the, and the crew does come down to it. I mean, I've seen plenty of F1 races ruined by by a crew that couldn't, uh, you know, uh, finish the pit stop in two seconds, right? Um, but yeah overall in, in in cup i feel like they want there to be some room for mistakes it's just a little interesting when it comes to this tire stuff because the you know they had to move to the single lug because the tire was bigger and heavier and that's how it, they literally had to do it and they were like well at least it'll be safer too and it's like well you can't get actually get these tight and it's not like tires didn't or you know wheels didn't fall off when we had five lug nuts they did but it feels like the the margin between it's tight and it's not is like a, a blade's edge this time like whereas with yeah. the five lug nuts you got four of them tight maybe it's good maybe it's not hell you can maybe even get three and get by you know um now now there's just no margin really at all yeah yeah
0: so. i don't know it's interesting to see on one hand i think that it's like it can get in the way of good racing, but on the other, you know, I love my chaos, and it uh, yeah. yeah, it yeah. definitely adds like it adds it mixes up these races. It's definitely contributed to, yeah, like what a wild season this has been.
1: Yeah, well, if you look at this race specifically, I mean, it was at a point where I messaged y'all and was like, six of the top eight haven't won a race this year, and but the leader was one of them. Chase had his issue, and then all of a sudden became oh, my gosh, the intensity to win this race is so much higher now because all the, like, top four or five guys have never won or haven't won a race this year, you know? Um, and, and, you know, people like Suarez and Chris Busher need to win. Otherwise, they won't make the chase, you know? So yep. uh, yeah. we need that kind of stuff to happen to the to the uh, top-ranked teams um, for this kind of stuff to happen. So that's it. I think it's, yeah, I agree that I think it's good for NASCAR overall.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's also the type of thing that you know. Hopefully, the teams can just figure out and uh, get good at, but still have this risk of uh, mm-hmm. happening. Like, I, you know, it's it's like having the cars be harder to drive. Like, it's talked about a lot that this is a team sport and having skill requirements for the entire team uh, pretty reasonable. I mean, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. not that pit stops weren't already a skill requirement, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, the only other thing I really wanted to comment on, uh, besides the taco pinata, that thing was awesome and they threw it, they threw it in like in front of the car when he started to do the burnout and luckily it didn't get <laughs> Yeah, pushed. he was
2: like driving over it almost. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it didn't it's, just get blown up.
1: Yeah, uh, super good. Uh, and, and, you know, really cool with Suarez and Suarez's amigos there and everything. It's just, it's, it's so, it's so cool to have seen him win. Um, yeah, but the last was, last I was comment definitely I have, tearing up a little <laughs> oh yeah, dude, when he got emotional during close race interview, so was I. I was emotional as well.
0: Yeah, um, for sure.
1: Well, my last comment on the race really was: this is Fox's last broadcast. Um, no Clint Boyer, but Tony Stewart made I think his like third or fourth appearance. Tony's really good in the booth, um, yeah. but overall, not having uh, Clint Boyer, I I personally kind of like it a little bit more without him. Um, but overall, I like, hope that everything's okay with him because I know it was like a personal matter, and he's been basically gone all week uh, dealing with something. So, yeah,
0: man, I hope everything's okay. Uh, I I won't be super upset if he is no longer broadcasting, but uh, yeah, definitely hope everything's okay. Roasted.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, what would y'all rate Fox's broadcasting? I'm just curious about this. I'm not like super... Overall on the season.
2: Yeah, I'm not super high on it. I mean, it seems like they're... Some of the races, it's like they're missing every single pass or, like, something's happening. Like, you kind of see it off of what they're currently focusing on, and they never go back and tell you what happened. Like, Sonoma yeah, on yeah. the last yeah. restart, like, there's a clear spin-out, and then I think Mike Joy's like, oh, <laughs> they got it all sorted out now, and they just, like, cut away to another view, and it's like... That guy was sideways like in like tenth or something like that. like what what the heck just happened like show me show me the replay like you know, you can go back and show us a replay of that, and then that way people aren't speculating like what happened or why aren't they showing it or whatever so it just seems yeah, that people people aren't real high on the Fox broadcast um, mm-hmm. the way their presentation well, I is I and mean, I think the announcing's fine, showing... their presentation just isn't the greatest.
1: For sure. I think they just need to be showing those aerial broadcasts a lot more at road courses. Like, watch the whole, yeah. I mean, the first two or three laps, they're not single file. And so they don't get through cleanly. And just show the aerial broadcast side by side with whoever you want to show, if, whether it's the lead group or maybe a battle for fourth or fifth or something. Show them side by side. And show both. Because, yeah, you're totally yeah. right. I mean, we, we actually tweeted the video of, of that incident that you're talking about. And I think it was, um, uh, what's his name? cole custer that got spun out but even it was hard for me to tell and yeah money joy was just like yeah they got it all sorted because he was talking about the kyle bush uh spin and they proceeded to show three replays of that while people are side-by-side racing for a good minute and a half yeah and that's never, such a weird decision <laughs> they never came back and showed a replay of that spin not once they yeah. never mentioned it so nothing. weird. just yeah i I personally think Fox's broadcasting has gotten worse in the last couple years, and it's uh, it, road courses are incredibly hard to do, so I'm willing to excuse some things, but when you don't go back to it at all and just be like, here's what you missed, you know, um, is, is, is wild to me.
0: Am, am I crazy? I just had a, a flashback. Am I crazy in remembering that, like, the producer, the head producer for Fox, who had been in charge of it for like decades retired a couple of years ago
1: do you remember uh, that the, the race director for nascar retired i remember that
0: i think i remember i think i remember a uh, fox broadcaster or like oh, yeah okay. i think producer oh, i'm gonna google it a little bit yeah
1: i gotcha all right well he looks that up let's talk about trucks for a second i know i know i watched a little bit of it i definitely saw the end of it and i and i know you were watching it uh um, what I saw was lots of cautions, a big wreck that set up a green-white checkered, and a Kyle Busch win. Uh, what else did you see?
2: Yeah, I mean the whole thing was just a a complete wreck fest. I mean, I mm-hmm. it was like every couple lap someone's going around or or they're locking up the brakes and, <laughs> and getting into each other. It was kind of comical at one point. I mean, a lot of pretty pretty scary wrecks as well. I mean, some of the hits were oh, yeah. were super hard, and guys spinning mm-hmm. out and hitting the wall at pretty bad angles. So. Luckily, you know everyone walked away um, at the end of the day. But yeah, a lot of, lot of, lot of wrecking. Um, you know Kyle Busch takes the lead relatively early. Led, led I believe 45 laps and just kind of ran away mm-hmm. with it at the end. So one yeah. of the one of the funniest not... things that was uh, Haley Deegan. She's coming around turn 11 trying to drive underneath uh, to make a pass and just dumps it right into the tire stack and the tires just go flying. So that was just absolutely yeah. hilarious to see
1: yeah I saw yeah, I saw that when the tire the tires got knocked onto the track. that was uh, it's pretty wild to see. it's not something you see all the time. yeah, it was, um, it was pretty funny. the other the other thing I noted down was that Suarez was on um, you know a backup duty for Hosovar after Josevar's ankle injury. Well, Josevar went out there and qualified and and actually qualified super well. and then he went out there and he ran a number of laps uh, before he took himself out. The reason you do that is because you get the points for the day if you start the race. Um, and so Suarez finished the race. Josevar tweeted something oh. about you know that final red flag to set up the green-white checkered, how he was like, can I just jump in during the red flag? Like, <laughs> I can finish <laughs> yeah, this. Finish it know? up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was funny. Um, would be cool if NASCAR would let him do that. But good yeah. for Josevar. I mean, that ankle injuries ain't no joke, man. I've had a, quite a few of them myself. Um, not not fun to have to deal with, and and good for him for getting in there. And, and Suarez pulling double duty. I think Bowman, Chastain, there's probably other folks as well that from Cop that raced uh, double duty this weekend. So and KU Cobb, Cobbish obviously, but cool. Well, um, like I said, we are actually off NASCAR next weekend uh, for Cup and Xfinity, Ooh. but we are racing at Knoxville Raceway Saturday night at 9 p.m. under the lights, dirt track racing for the trucks. Um, so that should be a lot of fun on a nice weekend off Father's Day weekend. I uh, hope you all are doing something to celebrate with your fathers. I know both your fathers. That's interesting. Wow. wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. huh. Wow. Um so I hope I you think all I think I've met both of your fathers, fathers as well. What a treat. Whoa. Oh true, wow. that's true. We have. Yeah. Maybe, G, you'll meet mine Whoa. one day.
0: We'll yep, complete the trifecta.
1: Mm-hmm. Our fathers combined.
0: Let's get him on the podcast.
1: <laughs> Let's yeah, the, the, that's that's <laughs> he's gonna be hosting next week for sure. <laughs> we have to have them as drunk as they were as we were for the D podcast.
0: Yeah, perfect. We can make that happen. Mm-hmm. That sounds ideal. All right.
1: All right, so um, before we kind of wrap up our racing action, F1 at Baku, um, new guy, you want to take us through what happened?
0: I am so sorry to say that uh, I actually went on a date on Sunday and didn't watch the race. And then I came home and watched the NASCAR race. Uh, so you I you could, had an early you know, morning respectful. date. Uh, it was like uh, lunchtime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got some coffee, walked around.
1: Mm. Uh, mm.
0: I wasn't going to wake up. On Saturday, I went as well to a friend's birthday party. Had a little uh, little too much Topo Chico, a little too much te- tequila, if you know what I mean. So uh, I uh, was emphatic about everyone watching the F1 race and then did not practice what I preached. But that's what you get <laughs> when you listen to uh, the Big One Podcast. You never know what... Uh, racing I'm actually going to watch in a weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. The one thing that you can count on, though, is that I watch all the races. So, um, yeah, I did that's true. actually I saw
0: that Ferrari had big troubles, and uh, yeah. they shat the bet again. Leclerc. Yep. Was Leclerc, like, about to win, and then engine blew up or something?
1: I, no, I mean, they didn't get all the way to the end of the race. I mean, it was, it was I guess it was midway-ish, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they yeah, both retired you know, relatively early-ish in the race, that so to say, like, that they were shocking. shooing to win isn't true, but um, they definitely were the probably the class of the field, again. And, and oh. Ferrari sweeps one, too. Um, this was another instance of Verstappen being able to, you know, team issues get by Perez. Uh, but another one where, and almost more so than before, where he ran down Perez and definitely was faster. So, like, again, not not to knock it too much, but uh, they're not gonna let Fer- Perez have like a fair fight at this, but they really should because now Ferrari's not really in it at all anymore, and it's really just the two for i'm uh, Fer- uh, 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 Sorry, Red Bull Racing machines that, that have a chance at winning this title. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I really hope that they don't uh, manipulate it too much to make Max win because I think that Max, honestly, he's just like so much more consistent, and I think that he's got the skills more than Perez does, but mm-hmm. I want Perez to have that full opportunity.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it gets to a point where, like, even if the two are racing each other, they're not going to run each other off the track, and if they do it once, then, like, you can reenact team, you know, mandates or whatever, but let them race it out yeah. a little bit more, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, trying to, try you know, I, I guess it gets hard because it's like, how do you do the team strategy where you maximize one of the two of them winning? Um, yeah. Uh,
0: but I also wonder if they're worried about, like, uh you know that, that a few years ago max uh when ricardo was on red bull um max and ricardo got into each other at mm-hmm. uh, at baku and both of them were taken out of the race yep. uh and
1: you worry you worry about that but like
0: it, yeah they, they i, have I wonder now that there's cost here. caps though yeah, uh,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll i yeah i hope that they let them
0: let let the boys race Christian, Uh, if you're listening,
1: let the boys race. Yep, old Christian Horner, a horny boy himself. Um, (laughs) So speaking of, IndyCar was at Road America this weekend up in your neck of the woods, Gressel. Did you watch any of it?
2: No, I didn't. I honestly forgot they were in town, and it just wasn't even on my radar at all, so I didn't see any of it.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, it was actually really good from the small bits that I did watch. Um, I was kind of doing chores at the same time, so I was only looking up and seeing bits of it, but, like, definitely the last, like, 10 laps were really, really, really good. I mean, guys are driving off the course, like, getting out in the grass and in the dirt quite a bit, um, which is not something you see in IndyCar that often. It was it was awesome. Uh, one thing, I mean, Joseph Newgarden ended up pulling away for the win there at the end, um, but one thing that was kind of scary was, uh, and I, I sent this to a new guy, it was a... Uh, one of the indie cars got up into the fence Fuck. and just tore the whole fence off. That was terrifying, off, like, oh right in front God. of the crowd. Like wild, yeah. wild stuff. And it actually wasn't that bad for the driver himself, but it's just wild when like the fence, the like comes completely up uh, like apart like that. So, yeah, that but, was uh, terrifying. Tough, it's it's tough to okay. have. Yeah. Let's um, go out
0: there next year, though. You know, we can take the video. We can. It'll be a podcast, big one, exclusive. Wow, yep. I just watched
2: the uh, replay of that. There are fans, like, right where he hit the fence, too. That is scary oh, stuff. Yeah. Holy smokes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see them react, like, a little after the fact because you can't react in time for that kind of stuff. So. That's
2: crazy. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um, well, speaking of crazy, that brings us to my favorite part of our podcast, which is Rapid Fire. <laughs> Ooh.
0: oh, so crazy. Oh, so rapid. Uh, this week... We're doing a format change. Uh, each of us has two questions.
1: Yep, yep. Two so, questions this week. Total of six get still.
0: Get ready for that. And let's, yeah, uh, let's be rapid. A lot of answers. More answers than normal. So that you have to look, to look forward to.
1: True, 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 true. All right, so I'll start us off. Um, question Should they be doing caution laps for stage breaks at road courses? No, I don't As think. opposed to just yeah, stage, you know, well, it ends and you give the points and you just keep going.
2: I don't think so. I mean, I think when you only got a certain amount of laps on a road course, it's like, why are we wasting, wasting laps under caution when, you know, it's a 75 lap race or whatever it was, um, for the truck race. And then it just doesn't seem to make sense to me. Mm
0: -hmm. The answer of like, throw the caution, group them back up, but, uh, don't count those laps
1: yeah i that's that's always been my opinion like it makes no sense to me why they're counting the laps at all during stage break cautions um like if you get a caution like right before the stage break then you run caution laps to that point and then you don't run any any like counting laps and then you set them green again kind of thing um that's that's definitely my strategy there um but but i will i will say so there's two things here i actually like both of your ideas obviously don't count laps, and then also like group them back up the grouping back up at road courses, specifically Sonoma, which might be the, the kind of like, again, most technical but also most boring road course on our schedule, is without the cautions, you don't have people coming down pit lane to make those mistakes, right? And, and you know, I think they're kind of necessary sometimes and to create drama. And, and honestly, the road course is somewhat needed. Um, I, I like a road course as much as anyone else, um, but the, the way road courses used to be run before stages, it was cut the whole race into three segments and pit twice and the guy that wins wins by like 15 or 16 seconds sure and there's no cautions the whole time like it was they were bad um so so uh so yeah that's that's my opinion on it's kind of it's kind of a tough one uh new guy what's your question
0: um my question oh wait uh brandon what's your answer baby g what's your answer on that yeah mine was yeah mine was i'm not a big fan of him. i mean Oh, that's right. Yeah, God, no, I don't like him am wasting a lapse on, was okay. on caution. So Sometimes You change the format.
1: There's a tornado in the and air, and I'm he's lost. just There's losing his mind. <laughs> I,
0: where am I? Who am I? Okay. <laughs> he's I'll all trust, turned I'll around. Trust your, I'll trust your guidance. Um, should NASCAR have a demolition derby event? And if they did, uh, they should, I think, also tow something behind the cars. What would they tow? Mm. Two-part question.
2: Uh, Peta um, Peter might not like this, but I would love to see them pulling a horse trailer <laughs> with live horses in there. I mean, let's just get, let's just make this thing Whoa. as crazy and trashy as possible.
0: Okay.
1: Would it just be so that you could add like two horsepower?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. Lots of horsepower jokes. Yeah.
1: Uh, they, yeah, that'd be sponsor? a slot. <laughs> Yeah,
0: that might not be a that might be a pay per view. Like... That's not gonna be on Fox. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Cool.
1: Um, uh, they just go to think, local
0: racetracks like SRX does. <laughs> Perfect.
1: I think they should be pulling around something that's like on a single wheel but has some weight to it. Um, kind of like like a wrecking ball, but it's on a single wheel and can like really oh. swing out. So you could swing the ball into other cars. Okay. I that would be that. yeah, that would be my choice for sure. Or like yeah. a hammer uh, maybe with a wheel underneath it, kind of thing.
0: Okay. I think that they should um, tow like Roman chariots, chariots, uh, and have a guy dressed up as a centurion uh, in the back.
1: Yeah, maybe the driver could be in the chariot and have lanes like, that turn the wheel yes. and pull the gas okay. pedal.
2: <laughs>
0: right, now, now we're talking. <laughs> we've we've saved NASCAR. Cut that part out. We got to cars- save that.
1: Yeah, make yeah, make the cars shit. float, make the engines sci like fi and then uh, oh. it'll be pod racing.
0: I like all of these ideas, yeah.
1: Yep, yep. Cool. Cool. Give me a uh, question. New, uh, baby G, give me a question, babe.
2: Yeah, what's the worst penalty you guys remember from uh, a NASCAR race or a season?
1: Man, hmm. earlier this season, I mean, the 100-point penalty to... Uh, Brad Keselowski is pretty yeah. bad. Uh, with the way the points are now, 100 points, that's I mean, that's three good races of points. Um, like that's that's one of the worst I've seen. Uh, the other one, um, and doing a plug for Dale Junior's podcast, is Jeremy Mayfield's uh, basically uh, forever banishment from NASCAR um, for uh, 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 substances that he should not have been using. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, you know, I'm always for second chances, and so, like, any time that that's been something like that, uh, I've always been like, well, just let the guy get clean and then come back. Um, so.
0: Uh, I'd probably say Kyle Larson, um, in 2020, getting, like, kicked Mm. out of NASCAR. Uh, but he came back, and then uh, things have been working out well for him.
1: Yeah, 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 that's, again, because we've talked about that extensively on this podcast, like, I think it's a deserved penalty, and the more that I yeah. think about it, I'm like, man, maybe he should have sat out a whole another year. But when you look at like yeah. exactly what I just said about Jeremy Mayfield, like guys deserve second chances, and they should come back. So yeah, that that's a it's a pretty bad one for a single moments, you know, instant of a thing, you know, something. Yeah, happening.
0: bad as in uh, it was pretty, pretty, pretty brutal. Definitely, I think deserved yeah for
2: sure
1: took one second to take him out
2: yeah especially when NASCAR's trying to just you know change their you know appeal to a different audience a wider audience they're bringing some international you know flavor into it now so yeah that's just something you can't do yeah
1: just had our first Mexican driver win pretty good stuff heyo alright my question my second rapid fire question is what would your victory lane celebration be ooh I'm, um, I'm keeping mine
2: pretty simple. I'm just jumping up on the car and someone's throwing me two beers, stone cold Steve Austin style, and I'm just slamming, yes. them, slamming them down. I mean, just mm. you got to go something nice and nice and simple. You can't get too crazy with it.
1: That's a good one. Cool. That's a good one.
2: Gotta have a beer sponsor uh, as well. So th- this ain't happening for mm-hmm. free. We're Thanks. gonna have a sponsor on board for that one.
1: Mm-hmm. Do,
0: do it I with would Probably do a Guinness dunk tank. Um, I don't really <laughs> They would like bring out a his, whole dunk it would tank. It be alcohol. <laughs> alcohol free. 0% Guinness dunk tank. Yeah. Cuz they can't advertise actual alcohol.
1: How about a Guinness dunk tank but you're holding a bucket full of Baileys?
0: Oh, wow. Okay, and then I have to drink the whole thing before, curdle. yeah, just yeah, yeah. Okay, before it curdles. It's a massive car bomb. Or
1: it's curdling. you're my it's whole, curdling with my you My whole in crew.
0: It. Yeah, my whole crew <laughs> has to drink it.
1: Yeah. This oh is man, a good that's idea. a good one that's a really good one. Um, Thank you. Man, Gressel, I really thought you were going to do like a wrestling thing. There was a Bowman Gray highlight this weekend where a guy basically got suplexed off the top of a car. Nice. I thought that would be a really cool celebration. Bust out a championship um, belt or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, championship belt's a good one, a good one for sure. Um, yeah, love it. All right, uh, new guy, question?
0: Um, which driver would you want to Freaky Friday with? Uh, which Friday? Which driver do you want to Freaky Friday with most to have fun? And then, which one do you think you're most likely to be able to Freaky Friday with
1: and not get caught? Mmm. Mm, good questions. Good questions. I have to give that a second of thought.
2: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. my, my answer is easy. I'm going Haley Deegan. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> be, you'll just be Haley Deegan. <laughs> Is that the yeah, one that yeah, wouldn't get yeah. caught? <laughs> <a> baby. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, her boyfriend might find you out, but uh, well, I guess we'll see. Um, um.
0: Mine would be Ty Dillon, because I feel like he's not that good at driving, and I think I that would be good for me. Um, at least for not getting caught. Um, and then, I would most want to be... Uh, probably Ryan Blaney, believe it or not, because he also has good hair, and I feel like I could learn a lot, uh, from that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think who I would want to Freaky Friday with would probably be, um, AJ Allmendinger. Uh, honestly, just because his wife is really, really pretty. Um, and then who would I not get caught? Um probably jesse awuji because i can at least drive a car better than he can
0: yeah okay cool
1: that's a good one all right baby g hit us with your last question
2: yeah what happens to these guys if they got to go to the bathroom during a race i mean some of these races like the coke 600 (laughs) is like five five and a half hours like what's what's going on there like there's obviously they're not getting out of the car so what's happening
1: I know the I know the answer since this is just more like a factual based thing, yeah. but I'm curious if new guy knows the answer and if not, what he thinks.
0: Uh, I do. I mean, they, you know, it's like a similar thing to uh, like astronauts or like F one drivers or other people who just sometimes have to suck it up and shit their pants. Yeah, uh, yep. you try when You said astronauts. To... I
1: was like, they do. They have like things they pee into.
0: Well, uh, but if you're like strapped into a Falcon 9, like before lunch, you're there for like three or four hours before. Yeah, good point. True. But yeah, you basically just uh, maybe be a little dehydrated to start off, like minimize (laughs) your drinking before you go. And then, uh, yeah, just try not to do anything that would lead to you having to take a dump or whatever. Yeah, uh, you just
1: do it. You just do it. That's the real answer. And any veteran will tell you that they have totally shit their pants before. I'm sure they have like, like their is. routines you too. To you
2: know, it. they've been racing their whole lives. Most of these guys, So they probably got their routines down when to eat and all that stuff. So yeah,
1: I'm I'm pretty good at that. New guy can't like hold hold the bathroom to save his life. So like, there's no chance that a new guy doesn't. Oh, shit his pants I in the car. shit
0: my pants all the
1: time. Yeah, I yeah. shit my
0: pants all the time. I'm switching back. I would, to I would my be good. Other mic, by the way.
1: I could I could probably do the Indy five hundred and Coke six hundred before I have to go to the bathroom. I'm gonna do that as a challenge next year. I'm gonna well, just watch try them and both, see if yeah. I can't. I'll watch them both and not go to the bathroom at all.
0: I was able to get through uh, in iRacing doing Indy fi- doing an Indy five hundred. I was able to get through most of an Indy five hundred without having to pee, uh, and I didn't even like. plan out uh, beforehand too much. The thing is, I just uh, don't like to have to pee and that's why I go pee a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I was going to say... This has been peeing with new guy, my favorite (laughs) new segment. And that definitely (laughs) brings
1: us to the end of Rapid Fire. (laughs) Uh, That brings us to uh, my least favorite part of our podcast, which is, um, Baby G, do you want to sing it for us?
2: Is it the new guy reads the standings?
1: You nailed it. Well done. I love it. Very good. Very good. All right. Remember, this time Ah. there's only four, four guys that are in the chase with points. And
0: there's only one guy named Chase. And he is to start things off with in first place with 536 points. Uh, Ross Chastain in second with 520, 100 more than my favorite number. Kyle Busch in third, followed by Ryan Blaney, still winless uh, yet fantastic here. Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson in seventh place with 476 points, 60 behind the leader. Ten points behind that. William Byner in eighth. Alex Bowman, Christopher Bell, Eric Almirola, Kevin Harvick in 12th, then Chase Briscoe. Gonna...
1: I'm going to slow you down right there. Eric Almarola actually has the last playoff spot.
0: Whoa. By seven. So Kevin Harvick is in 12th place right now, but he's not in. Get out of here, Harvey. He's not in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Chase Briscoe in 13th place. Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, who also does not have a win, then Eric Jones. Uh, the drivers that do have wins that are outside of the top 16 are Daniel Suarez in 17th, Austin Cindrick in 18th, Kurt Busch in 19th, and then Denny the Hambone Hamblin in uh, 21st place
1: with two wins. How about that? What do you think about that? Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild that yeah every single time I see Denny Hamblin down there, I mean, you compare his points, he's right there with Chris Busher. He's had that kind of season overall but he's got two wins and especially if you take those two wins out i mean he's down there with like where you know bubba who's had terrible luck is and ty Dillon, kind of thing so uh, he's not had a good year really at all but the two wins means he's locked in so yeah sucks to suck i guess by the way how about mcdowell he finished third in that sonoma race really good race and i like i said i had a dream that he won it so
0: yeah, I know that was kind of freaky to see him up so high after. You I know. Him up I was like, here. "Am
1: I? Is this going to happen?" I thought Busher and and, and Suarez were going to wreck, and then that would have been like, amazing. No.
0: <laughs> if he did win, we would have had to start a. Uh, we would have had to start like a psychic podcast. This would turn into yeah. a call-in psychic show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was wild though because we talked about it last week that we thought Suarez had a really good chance, and so I put a bet on Suarez and on Chastain, and Suarez won me five hundred bucks. So i was glad i didn't i didn't bet on mcdowell oh what what a guy look at that making you money what a guy what an app you know what an app and that brings us to the end of our podcast i hope everyone has enjoyed the big one with uh special guest baby g and tornado guest new guy hey i survived yeah any quick updates good job everyone
2: looking are we still swirling down there in chicago
0: uh-uh is passing and i'm going to go walk over to my buddy's house to watch basketball
1: there you go there you go yeah go celtics uh, celtics and six um if you yeah. want to message us uh because you also agree celtics and six message us at podcast big one on twitter or at podcast one at gmail.com and uh yeah send us your rendition of new guy reads the standings and it might make the podcast Please I've been new You
0: almost certainly will. Uh, I've been new guy.
1: This has been Baby G. Bye. Bye.
2: So I agree. Like, I'm not gonna get my uh, girl that I'm seeing that I'm hanging out with who'd be like, hey, let's go home and watch NASCAR on a Sunday afternoon. But I can be like, hey, let's go drink some beers and let's watch NASCAR at this random bar. And it'll be like, this is cool, they're really fucking driving fast. Like,
1: yeah. So it's oh, the beers that make the difference.
2: Obviously. Yeah, you get cheap drinks, cheap beers. It's like it's the same experience as NASCAR. Bring your chicken, bring your beers, that is, it is, uh, bring your liquor, yeah. like. That's a NASCAR, like we're gonna watch stuff go around the track. Yeah. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, That's you're doing the same game. thing. At home versus at Daytona 500. Obviously, we're at the 500. Is better. Yeah. But.